they're like, you know, they want to they want to bring you in for a work session for Hamilton. Oh. And I was like, oh my gosh, what does this mean? And my my agent was very realistic. He's like, oh, they could hear you sing two notes and decide you're wrong. But you know, it's a good thing. <laughs> it's a good thing to you know to go in for. And I was like, okay, sure. Hey everyone, you're listening to Behind Two Blondes, the show that takes you behind the scenes of what it's really like pursuing your dreams. Every podcast has an opening song. This is ours. It's not very long. Chase, I think our opening song needs to be a little bit longer. I'm singing more of our opening song to intro our show called Behind Two Blondes. Hi everyone, my name's Chase O'Donnell. And I'm Savannah Brown. Together we started a comedy duo called Two Blondes. Every week, Savannah and I will interview a successful 20-something who is pursuing their passion in an attempt to pick up some pointers of our own and hopefully inspire you to get out there and do the same. Today, we are interviewing Austin Scott. You may know him as Hamilton in the national tour of Hamilton. We can't wait to find out what it took for him to get there, and what better way to chat with Austin than over brunch? Savannah, what's on the brunch menu today? Spinach and two cheese focaccia pizzas with apple focaccia pizzas with apple and maple roasted squash salad. Yum. Yum is right. Really delicious. That is all thanks to Blue Apron, who is the sponsor of our amazing podcast. Is that cocky? That's a Calling our podcast amazing. amazing. Anyway, thank you, Blue Apron, so much for sponsoring us. Um, It would help out our show a ton if you went to blueapron.com slash two blondes, spelled T-O-O. And... By doing that, you will get three free meals shipped to you. On us. Yeah, and the uh, shipping is also free. So On us. On us. Please go and do that. You're welcome. I'm not making sense. Austin! Hi, Austin! (laughs) Thanks for brunching with us. Cheers! Cheers! Of course. Austin is tuning in from, uh, or or joining us from Chicago, or Missouri. St. Louis. St. Louis. St. Louis, Missouri. St. <laughs> Louis. Sorry, Louis is the correct way, I think. St. Louis. Mm-hmm. What are you drinking? St. Louis. I am drinking kombucha. Ooh. Synergy kombucha. I don't know if I should say the brand name. Is that a plug? Sure. Yes. What flavor? <laughs> is it, aren't there flavors? It's trilogy flavor for you. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't sound it's, like a flavor. It's blue, green, yellow, and red. It's. Oh, I'm drinking, uh, uh, what is, why do, can't I ever, mimosa. You're drinking a most mimo- a, a mimosa. mimosa. <laughs> a mimosa. Mm-hmm. I'm doing a morning mule cocktail. Mm. Mm. Even though I'm not a big fan of vodka, Glorious. I am drinking it. Should I should I put some alcohol in my kombucha? Kombucha has alcohol in it. Very small amount. Does it turn up? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they card okay. you when you get a kombucha. Cheers to that. Austin, drink that before your show. Some alcohol. <laughs> oh, it's happening the show Savannah's referring to is Hamilton. Hamilton. The national tour. So that's very exciting. We're getting to talk yes. to you before your show. How, how have you been? I haven't seen you since uh, your birthday, 2016, 2015. 2016. <laughs> Austin and I were in it's been an a good infamous while. off-Broadway musical together called One Day. Just a little plug there. Yes, we that's were. how I know, know him. Just a little plug. <laughs> and, um, uh, <laughs> but I guess that's all I had to say about that. That's how we met. And I know him through Chase. Yeah. <laughs> um, we figured it out. So, Austin, we just want to chat with you about your journey so far becoming 
an actor and how you got to where you are now. So my mm-hmm. first question for you is, did you always know you wanted to do musical theater? I always wanted to be an actor, I think, from the time I was like eight years old. And I was like walking down the street with my mom and we walked past like an acting studio and I was like, I want to do that. And she's like, okay. And she took me in and signed me up. And like from that moment on, there's like literally never really been anything else that I wanted to do. I, I like music as well, but mm-hmm. um, acting was always a big passion. But I think when I figured out that I could do, that I could act and sing and be like really big and over the top, that's when musical theater seemed like it fit. Was that high school? Fit nicely. Or a call or uh, yeah, I did a few. I did a few like community theater productions before that, but um, I did my first like real big musical probably like my senior year of high school. I think I was Gaston in Beauty and the Beast. Ah, uh, I was and, gonna ask. And that was fun. my first, <laughs> I guess, big big role. You would say mm, so. Mm, that's a I good had one. Way too much fun. Did you go to college for theater, or you just started auditioning right out out of high school? Didn't you? I didn't, yeah. I started doing like short films and auditioning for musical theater, um, like community productions and stuff, pretty much right out of high school. I did go to school for a year at San Francisco State University, but I didn't take any theater classes. Oh. Um, I just got my like GED, you know, GE work. Yeah. And then, yeah, after that, I just started traveling a lot. And I'm actually still in college, technically. I take ah. online courses through Cal State Northridge um, as Good I travel. For you. So. Good for and, you. and what classes are you taking? Uh, I'm taking, I took this semester off, but the last few classes I took were finance, moral ethics, I think. Nice. And, so nothing to uh, do with you theater. Get the, you get the picture. Yeah. So nothing at all to do with like anything that I'm actually doing in my life. Good but, for you though. That's awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. really cool that you're still doing it and you're a little busy right now. So why not take off a little time for your a tour of yeah, Hamilton? Got, got oh, yeah. It's a good excuse. You have a few you know. things <laughs> going on. You're a little busy. So yeah, you never really had a plan B. It was just like you were going to do musical theater. Was it, But was there a preference between film acting and theater or did, or did you just want to do any of it? No, I kind of just always walked. I always just walked through whichever door was open at the moment. And mm-hmm. so sometimes that would be like going to do like a TV movie in Bulgaria. And sometimes I'd be like moving to New York to do an off-Broadway show. You like say I that's did so casual. <laughs> with one day. Sometimes it's a movie in it, Bulgaria. It was. <laughs> what was, what was this sometimes movie? I'm tripping to Milan. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sometimes, not a big deal. <laughs> so yeah, back in, I think it was 2016, probably like two years ago, um, I got cast in this TV movie called They Found Hell that was originally supposed to shoot in, I wanna say, Mumbai, I think, but then we they changed it to Bulgaria. So yeah, I was over there for like two months doing this uh, movie with demons and getting leeches cut out of my stomach and oh, wow. all kinds of fun things. There so, you go. Yeah, and were you, you know, getting these jobs um, through an agent or was this all self-submission? Like how did you go about getting representation? That, that, that? particular... So I did have, I had an agent and a manager at that time. However, I had actually developed a a personal relationship with the casting director that cast that movie. So that was, um, I was called in directly by him. But yeah, I got my first agent manager kind of right after high school. I went um, to a Disney workshop with with a Disney casting director and um, got to know him really well. And he said, you know, 
I'd love to take you down to LA and get you set up with some representation if you want. I can arrange some meetings. And I was like, sure. And so I went out there and, and that you were, happened. And uh, I, in San Francisco before that? Yeah, I was in San Francisco before that. I oh. grew up in Northern California. And a, and a Disney casting director just came to what, your school? No, it was uh, just kind of a local, you know, set up, I think, through, through uh, an acting friend of mine. I don't, I'm not even sure how but she sets up these these workshops with casting directors from all over the country and they kind of just come and talk to local actors they fell in love with you i guess <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> was that the same agent you're with now was that like your first agent you've been with the whole time or that was just like the stepping stone agent to get to, to where you are now yeah more so the stepping stone agent um I was with them for probably a year to a year and a half. And then I signed with a new agency who I'm still currently with now. And um, I didn't end up getting my current manager until I moved to New York about a year and a half ago. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. So the move was for one day? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And so then and they found you with that show? Um, I was with no i think i found them through my agent they rec my agent recommended them um and i was already with my agent when i was in la and then so when i moved to new york i just kind of signed up with their new york branch and then they recommended my current uh, manager to me amazing okay i kind of i know um i want to know how from one day did you get to the national tour of hamilton what was your process the last i guess year and a half yeah, so I did not intend on actually moving to New York. I intended to move back to L.A. after I was done with One Day. But towards the end of the run of One Day, I booked um, Gotta a dance. musical called Gotta Dance. Exactly. <laughs> it's now called Halftime, um, but it was a new Jerry Mitchell musical, and they were doing like a month-long uh, developmental lab. And so I kind of stuck around and did that, and then um, – they ended up moving the production to Chicago. So I went to Chicago with that for wow. a few months. That's where you, and, sorry, quick side note. That's where yeah. you met Jonalyn Saxer, who- That is where I met Jonalyn We're Saxer. actually interviewing her this week oh, as well. She's incredible. So that anyone, woman does not stop working. Uh, oh my gosh, just one Broadway show to the next, yeah. It's ridiculous. So Sometimes to, multiple at a time. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea how she does that. So quick shout out to Jonalyn. Okay, go back, yes. back, back to you. Um, yeah, and so I did that for a while, and then after that was done, I decided to just kind of settle in um, in New York for a while because I knew Gotta Dance was going to be kind of continuing its, you know, developmental stages towards Broadway, and um, I just wanted to start auditioning for some other things out here. So I did a few other regional projects. I did in the Heights, um, in upstate New York. I did, I think, a few little like TV spots here and there. Um, but nothing huge until, yeah, about a, eight months ago, I auditioned for Hamilton for the first time. And I ended up having about eight callbacks. Oh. I never I never read for Hamilton at that point, for Alexander Hamilton. Well, I was what? going up I remember, for, sorry, go, I keep interrupting no, you. <laughs> no, please. I just remember when you posted about this, you, you posted yes. like, there was something you were too tall for Hamilton. 
<laughs> am I am I remembering this correctly? Maybe yes, because it was it was a saga, and I remember posting many like emotional like, oh my gosh, guys, this could be it. <laughs> and it was all go. like, he, I you know I didn't get it, but like. I still got to go and read for Lynn Manuel Miranda. I do remember that yeah. post. And yeah, I yes. do too. And yes. so there was a whole saga with this audition. There was a saga. And yeah, I, I was mostly reading for George Washington, I think. And for a minute they were looking at me for Lafayette, but it was mostly George Washington. And I think exactly in the end they were like, he's too young and he's too tall. That's what I remember. We were thinking of. Um, but they eventually they essentially just said, wait for it. Ah, see what I did there? And that's horrible joke. I'm so sorry. <laughs> 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 yeah. That, that's got to stay. Sorry about it. <laughs> that's got to stay. It's all right. I'm but, um, yeah, they basically just said, like, you know, hang in there and, like, we'll call back in a little while. So, like, five months later, I, I did, I went and I did a show called um, Hood, which is a brand new musical in Dallas um, for a few months. And basically when I came back from doing that, I got the call that they wanted to see me for Hamilton. Oh uh, my God. The timing of that was incredible. <laughs> oh, that was good. <laughs> so synced up. We started O at the same time and then we gave each other a look like this is happening. Keep it going. We're going to continue. That was, that was incredible. I'm just glad I was there to witness it. <laughs> Thank you. So yeah. sorry, you and you had just gotten back and then you got the call like, yeah, so I just I just gotten back. I think I went on like a week long vacation, and then I came back. And they're like, you know, they want it. They want to bring you in for a work session for Hamilton. Oh. And I was like, oh my gosh, what does this mean? And my my agent was very realistic. He's like, uh, they could hear you sing two notes and decide you're wrong. But you know, it's a, thing, it's a good thing to you know to go in for. And I was like, okay, sure. So I went in and I worked with like the associates um, for for like twenty to thirty minutes the first time. I sang like five songs. Oh. Um, and they ended up calling me back in for Alex Lackmore and Jeff Sellers and the producers and Tommy Kale. Oh my gosh. Um, and I had about two more auditions over the course of like three weeks, I think, with them. And they were trying to decide where they were going to, like, where there might be, where the best place for me might be. Because originally they were looking at me to immediately replace um, Javier on Broadway. Oh my wow. gosh! But they they had wanted to bring up Michael Lavoie from the from the first national tour, who's who's who I replace on this tour. That was their plan, but the contracts were kind of, you know, very quickly things were getting jumbled around, and so they ended up in the in the long run going with the original plan, bringing him up, and then letting me go and take over for him um, on the national tour, which was incredible because I've never done a tour before, and it's just. I was like, this is the perfect time in my life to go. Oh, to yeah, exactly. Like, you don't have a, a wife and kids at home. Like, you're able to travel and... Exactly. This is the time to do it. Exactly. Um, while you were telling that story, a few questions popped up that I wrote down that I would like to ask. So, the first <laughs> one is, when you were auditioning for those, like, eight weeks of auditions you were talking about, for the first time around, mm -hmm. were you out of your mind nervous? Do you hear an echo? Sorry. I'll do this. Okay. Sorry. I think the first couple of times I definitely was. And then, you know, because I had like eight callbacks, it got normalized pretty quick. Okay. Until, until I realized 
until I got the call from my agent that they're like, okay, so this next one, Lynn Manuel's going to be there, <gasps> um, and all the all the you know producers and everything. Then I got nervous again for sure. So, <laughs> um, and I have a follow up here um, uh-huh. <laughs> because I'll, I'll go into an audition and. I see other people waiting in the waiting room and immediately I go, oh, well, they should get it. No, no, it should go to them. Oh, like they're here. No, I, why, why would I deserve it? It's them. Like, what? oh, that's, <laughs> that's not that's good. Not right? good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That definitely happens all the we're, time. We're working no. on it, Austin. We're working on it with Chase. <laughs> no, it's a, no, no, it's all good. I definitely feel that too. I mean, without... Do you compare yourself when you go into these auditions or you obviously were able to like overcome. not, yeah, you were able to overcome that. Oh, well, there was a string, there was um, one of the final ones, I think for actually Hamilton, um, there was only me and one other actor there who was kind of coming and going for the room. And that other actor was Tadric Hall. No, it wasn't. (laughs) Yes, it was. And so definitely I was thinking, (laughs) okay, so I'm Austin Scott, (laughs) Mr. Nobody, and that's Tadric Hall. Mr. YouTube millionaire. Mr. Mr. airline video yeah virgin airline whatever yes oh my gosh so that definitely went through my mind a couple times but you know i i think i the whole time even when i was first auditioning i had heard from casting and from my agents and everything that hamilton really just looks for people to be themselves and be original and you know they're just looking for something that they haven't really seen before so i kind of just you know kept telling myself just go in there and do you and mm-hmm. don't try and be anything else or try and compare yourself to anybody else because it's either they're either going to want you for you or they're not yep um wow so- and at first they didn't and then later on they did i am learning so much i'm also learning so much from blue apron <laughs> Was that a was that a um, forced segue? All I'm saying is Blue Apron is a fantastic, fantastic, fantastic uh, app uh, company. Please go to blueapron.com/slash-two-blondes spelled T-L-O and get three free meals on us to be shipped over to your house so you can uh, be as amazing as our inter- our the person we're interviewing. That's better. <laughs> Thank you. Would you mentally, like, you'd be in your car before the audition and almost, like, talk to yourself, give yourself a pep talk, or by, you've been oh, through... I, that's what Chase does. Oh, I yeah. do not have a car in New York, unfortunately. Oh, I wish. wait, I mean... I was brave enough to drive in New York. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe go into the bathroom before the audition and, like, look yes. in the mirror and go, like, you got this, or is it just, like, <laughs> <laughs> mental... No, for sure. I mean, it was mostly just I, I, I would have to just kind of calm my head down. And like I got around the time that I was auditioning for this, I got really into like mindfulness and meditation and all that. Amen. And so I would definitely I would do a lot. Amen. Amen. Do, Love it. <laughs> I would do a lot of just like grieving and just like trying to psych myself out of being psyched out, which seems to work inception mind because it really is such a big deal and it's that thing where you're so close and oh you can almost like i mean again this didn't happen to you because you're hamilton but (laughs) (laughs) we're like i i wonder if this has happened to you on auditions before where you almost are so psyched up about like i'm so close like and you start thinking about it and then you get in your head and it it almost Mm -hmm. sabotage you sabotage yourself 
Absolutely. That I mean, that happens probably with every audition I go into. And I think it's my quote-unquote success or non-success is just whether or not I can go in with the nerves and still deliver like a true, you know, an honest performance. Um, But I think the nerves are always there. And there's always kind of the questions in my head of, you know, am I right for this? Uh, You know, am I, am I experienced enough? Am I, am I doing a good job right now? That's always there, but you know, it's just kind of doing that. And then on top of it, still, you know, showing up and doing what you can do. Well, that's beautifully said. And it's nice to, I am sure for the listeners too, to like know that even Hamilton on the national tour gets in his head on auditions. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, honestly, even still doing the job. I mean, if I, if I really, and I was talking to a a friend of mine in the cast about this um, the other day, I think we were actually doing a talk back for some students and we were just saying, you know, if we really sat down before every show and thought about, what it is that we're we're about to do you know performing in front of four thousand people Mm. you know telling this story that has touched so many people and means so much to so many people you know if we really sat and thought about that we would probably get very very nervous and and lose our minds um and so you know it's kind of just taking it one step at a time and just like starting the show and just you know trusting that we're just there to like tell the story and yeah. letting that take you through. Cause it's, you know, it's still, there's still moments when I, when I feel the weight um, and the responsibility of, you know, the show yeah, and the role. role. And, exactly. does, and does some of that responsibility come from taking Lin-Manuel's role? <laughs> like, <Yeah>. um, <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I've, I've had fans, tell me you know after the show that it's like wow you had some really really big shoes to fill oh my god and, I can't you know imagine. you know it's it, it, it is i mean it's because he's such a he's such a genius and he he is this show in so many ways um but you know when i came into it and i was you know definitely given a ton of creative freedom when i when i joined to just kind of make it my own you know i don't i don't try and do lynn's performance i mm-hmm. you know my Hamilton is very, very different from Lynn's, which is very different from Michael Leboyer's, which is very different from everyone who's, you know, played this role. So Lynn um, encourages that? Yes, okay. absolutely. And is he in the room when you're workshopping? And um, I didn't work with him a ton because he was, when I was learning the show and getting into it, he was in London um, mm. doing, working with the cast over there. Okay. But, um, you know, Lynn was there during some points and Tommy Kale and Alex Lackamore, they, you know, come and go all the time. And then, you know, just a, there's a, a big pool of associate directors and, um, you know, musical directors who, who are just constantly working with us to just make sure everything is, you know, tight and, yeah, you know, everything like that. But yes, they, from, from the top, you know, the top of the totem pole down, it's, it's always, they, they encourage us to bring ourselves into the role and make it our own and, you know, not try and fit any kind of mold, which has been really, mm-hmm. really incredible. God, I got to see you live. Mm. <laughs> you can, Come on out. Yeah, is the, is the schedule, it's just on like HamiltonNationalTour.com? So it is, <laughs> it, there's, is there's the a Hamilton, website? yeah. 
However, there's actually so I'm I'm with the first national tour, but they just launched a second national tour um, like last month. And so all of the cities on that website are actually a blend of the first and the second national tour. So oh. I can tell you directly like where my tour is going to be. Well, um, I was hoping to come see you in Costa Mesa. Is that the second national tour? I will not. Yes, that is oh, the second darn. national tour. I know. Okay, well. We'll, we'll be. <laughs> I won't I'll see it then. In, <laughs> well, that's okay then. No, no. I'll, be, I'll be in Houston, I think Houston next, then Atlanta, then we'll be in D.C. for like three months and then Boston for three months. So oh, you Boston. guys are out on the East Coast. Yeah. You know. Well, I would. I will come to D.C. because we have a friend that just moved there, a little side note, um, to work for National Geographic. So I will be down there to see you. Yeah. Right on. Perfect. Oh, my God. Perfect. Okay. We're going to discuss later about exact dates, et cetera. Sounds good. But I'm, yes, I'm excited. <laughs> um, so what's your day in the life like? Right now, I'm, I'm sure you have a bit of consistency because you're on tour, so there's a schedule you follow. What's it like? Yes, yeah, so we have, I do seven out of eight shows a week. Hamilton <laughs> Hamilton is the only character that gets one extra show off, um, and it's just kind of a Lynn-ism that's, that's stuck around. Oh. So I do shows Wednesday through Sunday, um, and it's usually one one show every night, Wednesday through Friday, and then two shows Saturday, two shows Sunday. And on Tuesday, um, they just don't have a Hamilton. And to, <laughs> yeah, on Tuesday, just, <laughs> they say you know, he's taking a they, break. They invite one fan up from the audience to perform, to perform Hamilton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, there's a there's a dedicated alternate that goes on once a week. Um, right now, his name is Edgar Utomi. and so he goes on every every Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And, and during, I take the other ones. And during the week, I'm assuming he is ensemble. Uh, no, he's actually an offstage cover. Wow. So he he only goes on once a week, and then we also have. The person who plays the Man Five track, who was, you know, like um, James Reynolds and Philip Schuyler and all them, he also covers Hamilton and Burr. And so, if um, if I were to call out of a show because I need to, then typically the Man Five cover would be the one to go on. Wow. Um, and he is always in the ensemble. Wow. Um, yeah, it's a That's very hard. interesting setup they've got. Yeah. It is. And then do you, since the shows are in the evening most of the time, do you just like mm-hmm. have the morning off? Do you do uh, certain yeah, yoga, meditation? What are, <laughs> what are you doing, doing during the day? So it depends. Some days I will have, you know, um, like a Q&A to go do or like an interview or a podcast. Wink, wink. Wink, wink. That I'll do in the morning or um, you know in the afternoon. But if I don't have anything, I'll usually I usually get as much sleep as I can. Just kind of like wake up whenever I do, and then um, yeah, get a good breakfast. I usually do some yoga, try and go to the gym if I can get myself to do it. You which know, I really isn't appreciate it when guys do yoga because yeah. I'll go to a yoga class and it's all girls. All and girls. If a guy's in there, I'm like, good for him. So I am so tall that if I don't stretch out my long limbs, they just kind of get <laughs> knotted up, and it's not a pretty sight. I'm so. 26, and I uh, tore a ripped a muscle, whatever it's called, the other day. I'm getting old, guys. Ripped a oh, muscle. No. Ripped, ripped a, is that right? I ripped a ligament. So. Was it a muscle? A tore a muscle? Is that tore right? Tore a muscle. Tore a muscle. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. You know what I mean. There are many, many things you can tear. There are many things. It's, it, it, was, it was bad and I'm feeling old. So I need to start stretching when I wake up in the morning. So I feel yeah. like a 90-year-old woman. I, there you go. Gotta I know. I, stretching. I get injured all the time, too. It oh. comes with the show. I imagine. Do you ever have to be on vocal rest? That's my favorite. 
Ah, yeah, I mean, that's my favorite. You don't I talk to that. anyone. You're off the I, hook. I, yeah, like on my days off, I try and talk as less, as least as possible. That's not a word. As I'm little, sure. as little. As little, there it is. <laughs> don't worry, tendon, I, I tore know. everything, same thing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, as, as, as little as possible. Because um, I'm, I'm kind of just yelling the entire show. Right. And it's, you know, it's, it's definitely... Yeah, have, definitely. Have a you lot. had any injuries, vocal injuries, nodes, anything? Um, I haven't had any vocal injuries. No, um, I, you know, if I if I ever get into like a really tricky spot, like I'll I'll do like a Skype session with a vocal coach or something, mm -hmm. um, you know, to kind of just like look at my technique. But no, I'm been very lucky. Knock on wood, I haven't had any vocal. You you just use your voice um, right. You're very yeah. You're just trained. you're just trained. No, <laughs> you're just you're just trained. Even <laughs> you're just though. trained. Not really trained. So <laughs> I know that a big part of the job of an actor is like, you know, you're you are cast in something and then you're not and then you're cast and you're not. Right now, you, you know, have the luxury of not worrying about um, where your next job is going to be because you're currently working. But mm -hmm. do you do you ever think about that? Is that like an aspect that you deal with? Being an actor, like, oh, what am I going to do after this, and what's next? Oh, are absolutely. You more like in the moment. Just oh no, I'm. I mean, I, I think I'm always thinking ahead. Sometimes to my detriment. Um, I mean, even yeah. even right now, you know, I'm three and a half months into this. Uh, it's a year long contract, so I've got you know nine more months left uh -huh. of this. But I've I'm constantly already thinking about, what's you know, next? what I, what I want to do after this. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a. And I feel like that's a constant for actors. It is, yeah. But, you know, I definitely, like, I try and clock it every now and then and try and just kind of settle back into where I'm at because I don't want to miss, mm -hmm. you know, miss this and, you know, be thinking ahead of the stuff. But I, I feel like my entire career I've definitely, you know, been thinking ahead because, like you said, you kind of, you have to. We, yeah. you know, we live job to job often. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it all, you got to. Yeah. It seems like, though, like from you telling us your highlight reel from, since like moving to New York, it seems like everything has been a organic, organic yeah. progression, one thing to the next. Um, is that true? Yeah, I mean, it's but it's definitely taken a lot of moving and shaking um, to make each one of those things happen. You know, I mean, I think every time, every time a job would end, if I hadn't, if I hadn't already been auditioning while I was doing that job. Um, then like the minute the show was over i was jumping right back into the audition room and you know trying to get in as many rooms as i could to make sure the next one came um before right. rent overcame my life <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, new york new york city for sure this new one, york city this question we might cut out if you don't have an answer to but do you have any um audition horror stories like did you have an audition once that just like ooh didn't go well Audition horror stories. Chase has got um, a lot of funny ones. I just have so many that I, I assume <laughs> everyone does, but it might just be me. <laughs> I mean, horror stories, I'm not sure. Like, I've definitely gone in and thought I did well and then got a phone call from my agent saying, so we heard you were terrible. Oh, And, <laughs> and you know, what's that about? Oh, my God. <laughs> so, what's that about? That's, you know, that's always fun when that think, happens. I'm trying to think if I have one. I don't think I do. Mm. Mm, you do. My favorite of yours is when you went in for that show and you weren't supposed to say that you were an actress. 
Oh yeah, well that was a reality show. And what was it? Wait, I want to. I oh, want to hear that. You gotta what say, it, Chase. You can cut it out later. If okay. You don't like this. Well, I auditioned for a reality show. This is back in the day before I even moved to New York. Um, mm-hmm. It was a like, it was gonna be a a game show, uh, almost like Fear Factor. <laughs> anyway, uh-huh. they um, the casting director was like, "Whatever you do." do not say you're an actor. And I was like, okay, okay, I won't. So (laughs) I went in and the first thing they asked me was, so what do you do? And all I had, like, I couldn't think of anything besides acting. (laughs) Like, especially because the the casting director had just told me I couldn't say that. And she was in the room. So I like look at her and I was like, okay, I can't say I'm an actor. I pause for about like 20 seconds thinking of mm-hmm. what do I say, what do I say? And I finally said, um, nothing <laughs> to the question, what do you do? And then they said, well, <laughs> and they said, what do you want to do? And I was like, um, um, I make a difference. <laughs> <laughs> She is beauty. She is grace. Yeah, they said, wow, what a beauty pageant answer. And then I was like, well, um, uh, I, I was told I'm, I really want to be an actor, but I'm not allowed to say that. So (laughs) it just went horribly. I didn't get it. Of course not. Well, I'm sure they remember you. Oh, I'm yeah. sure they remember. They were like, <laughs> a great way to look this at it. girl wanting to be an actor coming into a reality TV show audition? <laughs> this isn't the path for her. Oh my god, I'm really gonna think about this overnight because I really can't think of one. Yeah, oh, I'm sure I've had some too. I'm sure but I've none, had tons. Like, none, I think I've like probably blocked them out and bottled them away in a deep dark corner. Yeah, me too. You said yeah. you mentioned not being trained. Um, did you mean vocally? And if so, I am so jealous. I so I did take singing lessons, but I feel like I've never really been trained how to like yell properly yeah, yeah. <laughs> which I think is what I mostly do in this show is just like you know um like a, like speaking a heart... loudly consistently oh like you mean even just just like yelling singing yeah yell you're yelling yeah like no like legit yelling I mean I feel like he's he's mostly most of his songs are just like <laughs> high speed word vomit <laughs> at a very like hard <laughs> intensity and so he's just kind of oh my god yelling yeah I really just can't get over that he's Hamilton I know. Is, is there it's a like, song? I know you. Is there a song you get really excited to sing every night? It depends on the night. There's, mm. there's sometimes like a lot of the time I enjoy um, Yorktown okay. because Yorktown is just this cool moment where like everyone comes together and it's just like this awesome energy that's just like pouring from the stage out. Um, but you know, some nights like some nights I just want to be sad and so like I look forward to like quiet uptown singing about uh, my son dying and it's uh, you know somehow therapeutic yeah right I wonder what um, I wonder what happened to you being too young cuz clearly what happened what you said they thought you were too young Oh right for but That was um, for Washington right That was for Washington yeah So they just made you the lead it's great Yeah so they just made you the lead <laughs> instead we, we we got something comparable <laughs> Okay so Washington was where you were too young yeah, Washington was too young. And I and when I started going in for Hamilton, I would have thought, okay, I'm definitely too tall. Like, everyone who's played this before has been, you know, under six foot, I think. And, like, I'm never going to get it. And then they decided to go in a new direction. And then you got it. And then I got it. And then you got it. Oh, wow. I saw those, those stories. Then. One you of just, those. You just, what am I trying to say? 
Just one of those stories. Just one of those stories. (laughs) (laughs) Just one of those stories where you work so hard and then it pays off. It pays off. Well, and also, I mean, it was it was definitely a reminder or a lesson to me to you know whether you think you're right for it or not, just go in and like give your best performance and. You know, you never really know what they're looking for. At the end of the day, you can you can guess all you want, but you really never know what they're what they're looking for, and yeah. it could be you. So just do you, because exactly, there's no point in uh, putting. No, a what else? What else can you do? What else can you do? You're always gonna be you. Yeah. So yeah. Actually, the other day I did a scene, and the girl kind of changed it, and it was a character that I don't usually do. It's she's kind of a bitch, and uh, she, at the end she goes, "How'd that feel?" After she she gave me some direction, and I went, "It felt good." It felt like me. And she goes, well, you're always going to be you. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that was so stupid, something I said. But it was so true. No matter what you, yeah. what character you do, it's still going to be you. Yeah. So Just different different shades of you. Different shades. Different uh, colors. Yeah. Sorry. Exactly. No. Little, little a- different, different layers. Like, like my kombucha, my trilogy kombucha. Oh, oh trilogy. Circle. Look, at Look at that. Bring it in full, full circle. Full circle. <laughs> Austin Scott, ladies and gentlemen. Ugh. Oh, give him a round of applause, yeah. guys. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, we're gonna. We're just about ready to wrap up since we've taken Gotta so let you much go on of your a show. time. But <laughs> why don't we leave you with the question of what piece of advice would you give to someone that's listening to this that wants to be Hamilton on Broadway or dreams of being a Broadway star or musical theater? What, what's your advice? I feel like I'm going to sound like a broken record, but it's again, kind of just do you and you know, what, what's, what's for you is for you and what's not is not, you know, I spent a lot of time. I mean, I still catch myself doing it all the time, comparing myself to other people and, Mm -hmm. you know, trying to compete with or, or, you know, be the best in general. And it's, it's exhausting. And at the end of the day, it's not going to really get you anywhere. You know, you got to just be the best that you can be. And, you know, be grateful for what comes your way and live in that moment, man. Exactly. Cause exactly. man, <laughs> yeah. Live in the moment, stay positive, give pep talks in the bathroom. Exactly. Good, pep. Go. Good pep talks in the bathroom. <laughs> right. right. Deep breathing. Deep Kombucha, breathing. All those yoga. Yes. Now yoga, yoga, little plug. Everyone <laughs> should follow you on Instagram. Yes. You're at Austin Scott, correct? Or did I just say it wrong? At Austin Scott ninety three. Ninety three. Oh, they wouldn't give you the mm-hmm. uh, just the Austin Scott. I know. I couldn't couldn't do it. Let them know you're Hamilton. Maybe they'll change their mind. <laughs> He'll have a blue check mark. He's soon. gonna have a blue check mark. We'll be waiting for it. Well, we are so proud of you. We really are. So, Austin. Thank you. There, I I told you this already, but I honestly like any chance I get, I brag to everyone that I know <laughs> Hamilton. Like it's it's my favorite fun fact. You were bragging about him when he was in One Day. You told me you're like he's gonna be the next big best thing i i was you were you told me you told me (laughs) i knew you told me but it's like we're so happy you were able to make the time to talk to us and oh yeah i'm honored that you guys had me on oh yeah i mean we will see that modest modest. (laughs) no seriously like what you guys have built is incredible and i and i you know i mean like i said i already came to see your show and in New York and I was floored so I can't wait till I get to see it again thanks and we can't wait to see you we're gonna be there yeah Yeah, we're gonna be at DC yes so give me me a call shoot me an email and and we'll we'll work out tickets oh my god I'm so excited I'm already like shaking I'm so excited (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much have a great show tonight and we'll talk to you soon of course thank you take care bye
That's our show, and now we're saying so long. Tune in next time on Behind Two Blondes. The Behind Two Blondes podcast is brought to you by FOU Studios and recorded at Face Off Unlimited headquarters in Astoria, Queens. The show was created and written by Chase O'Donnell and Savannah Brown. This episode was produced and edited by Chase O'Donnell. Executive producers are Joe Tex, Jay Painter, and Eric Robinson. FOU Studios is a property of Face Off Unlimited, LLC. I'm Brian Walters, the senior producer here, and on behalf of everybody who worked on this show, we'd like to thank you, the listeners, for tuning in. Subscribe to catch all of our other podcasts here on the FOU Studios Podcast Network. To learn more, connect with us via social media at FOU Studios and visit us at FOUstudios.com. Boom! Boom.